Sometimes you need to take control to make a difference. That's why with FlexPath from Capella University, you're in control. Set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move at a pace that works for you. Discover a different way forward at capella.edu. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, and the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send us an email, it's very simple, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, TV, And to check out the great programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, go to www.xzbn.net. One of the new shows that we have starting in the month of May is one that I'm really looking forward to. That's because I'm going to be part of the show and... A very special person in my life who many of you have known for as many years as we've been on air, the one and only sensationalistic Laura Rogers, who is my wife, is going to be co-hosting a show with me that we call He Says, She Says, or is it She Says, He Says? We're still not sure about that, and you know, Laura hasn't given her final assent yet, so I don't know what it's going to be called. But I must tell you everything about the show. We're going to be looking at topics and subjects. Well, let me put it this way. It's going to be like a good cop, bad cop show. Pro, con. And we're looking forward to doing this. And what I thought I'd do is, it's been such a long time since Laura's been on the show with me here on the X. And what a better place to launch and tell you folks about this great new show that we're going to be doing, except right here on the Exxon with my better half, and you know her Exxon Nation. I talk about Laura all the time, and it's always good because I can't say anything bad. Uh, Laura, are you awake over there? Yeah, I'm awake. I'm just Mesmer- <laughs> mesmerized by that introduction, Rob. I don't know if I can live up to all this. Uh, I guess it would have helped if I turned your microphone on. Eh? Yep, it might have. <laughs> but then again, you know how to keep me quiet, don't you? Shut me off. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> down here anyway in the studio, yes. Uh, listen, you and I over the years have talked about many different subjects, whether it's religion, whether it's science, medicine, you being a, you know, a medical practitioner yourself, you know, you're right into the, the uh, Western method of, uh, of medicine. You'll also talk about the different philosophies when it comes to New Age medicine, alternative health, and so on. And of course, we've always talked about Things that go bump in the night, the UFOs, ghost hauntings, and so on. And I must ask you this, Laura. After all the year, all these years of you know being involved with the Exxon Radio Show, the X Chronicles newspaper, and everything else that we do here at Relmar, has your opinion changed any when it comes to the the reality of so-called paranormal phenomenon? Well, Rob, I think when we first met and we first started talking about it, you know, I was a bit of a skeptic. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I know that there are things out there that we can't explain. So that's why I guess I vested in t- with you to this um, journey that we've both taken to find out the truth, what is really out there. I know that there is something that we don't, we can't explain that is valid. And uh, there's a lot of, we like to call them woo-woos, 
that <laughs> want to pull the wool over our eyes. So, yes, I, I guess in answer to your question, I was and always w- will be a skeptic. You know, uh, speaking about woo-woos, it was uh, <laughs> thanks to our good friend Dr. Georgina Cannon that we actually came up with the uh, with the name of woo-woos, and it was it's in her honor that we started the the Exxon Order of Woo-woos, and uh, that is a real website. So all you need to do is go to <laughs> www.exxonorderofwoo-woos.com, and listed there are the people who've come on the show that we have in no doubt should belong in that category, and beside their names on their files is DNR. Now, Laura, as a nurse and as a medical practitioner, DNR stands for do not resuscitate, right? That's right, and when you get through with your shotgun, it applies. (laughs) (laughs) And DNR here applies, is the... the, um, Acronym. Acronym, thank you, for do not rebook. And you used to do the bookings many years ago. Yes, I did. And in fact, you know, people still say, you know, is Laura around? And yes, she is. But I had the privilege of meeting yeah. a lot of wonderful guests that you were having on your show. And and we've gone traveling doing the Exxon Radio Show and met a lot of people over the years that are really nice. In fact, you and I were talking last night about the time we went to the Cock and Bull in Ottawa. Oh, right. What a wonderful memory that was. For the Halloween show that we did there. We met a lot of wonderful people. Really nice people who listened to us on CFRA. In Ottawa. And then we also did an overnight in the old Ottawa City Jail. Yeah, that one really freaked me out a little bit. There was something that I felt that mm-hmm. you can't really explain when you feel something deep in your core like that. I don't know what it was, but you, you kind of had, had this uneasy feeling of doom. I don't know. <laughs> It sounds silly when I say it now, but there was definitely a yeah. feeling there that kind of moved you. I think the fact that we actually, it's a hostel like Zone Nation now. It's a hostel where people go and do paranormal investigations. And you can have the opportunity of spending a night in the in the uh, jail itself, in one of the cells, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, personally, I, I didn't feel anything strange, bizarre, or out of the ordinary. Uh, but you're much more intuitive than I am. You're a very intuitive person, and I've seen this over the years. Well, I don't know, Rob. I, I, I don't question it. It mm-hmm. is what it is. I mean, if you feel something, you feel it. If you feel a cold breeze, you yeah. feel the cold breeze. But we were in the, um, uh, what was the unit called that we were in? It was the... Um, oh, that's where the people who were waiting to die were housed, who that, were waiting to be hung. Thank you. Yeah. My, my, my sum timer's kicking in here. Yeah, it was the... Uh, the unit's... Green Mile, for a lack of better words. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah and it just felt really creepy and... Uh, dark a lot of uh, a lot of negativity that happened in in that jail and uh, who knows we also did a show from the battlegrounds of uh kingston yes i remember that that one. was strange yeah i yeah. didn't get any creepy feelings from that one though it was kind of nice just yeah. to stroll down history lane and you know what this is what i've been finding out over the years that a lot of these ghost re- uh, researchers are they're actually historians because they do a lot of research into the history of the ghosts or history of, in this case, uh, Fort Henry. And they keep it alive. And they bring uh, a modern-day way of looking at it. And it, it's refreshing. It really is. Mind you, ever since the uh, the Internet has come into the being, there's a lot of woos out there. <laughs> Thank you, Georgina. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not not saying that Georgina is your woo-woo. Oh, my gosh, no. no. no, no. She's wonderful. She I love is. her to bits. But there are a lot of people out there who... They just want to pull the wool over your eyes. They've got a story to tell or a story to sell, and uh, they don't really care who they hurt along the way, and that's not our journey. No, and, and that's what really upsets me. When I get people on the show, and if I feel in my heart of hearts that they are not going to be a guest who has any intent uh, of, of doing malice or doing anything wrong to anyone, I, I can I can I go along with that, but when I feel that somebody is out there to uh, cause harm, oh, you get or itchy. manipulate, yeah, I I really do, I really do, and it seems more and more these type of charlatans are are coming up. For example, in this in the south side of the city of Los Angeles, there are one thousand three hundred ghost investigating groups. Really, one thousand. 300. Now, when you look at the entirety of the United States, we here at the Exxon have over 30,000 ghost groups 
listed and on our on our mailing list. Thirty thousand. <laughs> Look how Ghostbusters you've got competition. Yeah, and, and the part is that here you have. Let's do some simple math here because I know you love math. We have thirty thousand groups. Each group would have a minimum of ten people. That's three hundred thousand people that have been doing this for a minimum of five years. Now you got to ask yourself how they maintain that, Rob. Who who are they? Who are they leeching off of? Who are they getting their funds from? I, you know, again, well, I don't, I don't think everybody's a charlatan, but I mean, there's so many out there. Well, you know, hold on to your chair because I'm going to do something that I rarely do, and I'm going to, I'm going to look tell the audience that a lot of these, the majority of all ghost researchers, fund their organizations themselves. Really? Now that's a shocker. I know. Are they rich people with nothing to do? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Uh, I, they, I, I look at what they're doing as no different than a, a person who invests a lot of money in a, in a model train set in their basement as a hobby. Okay. And a lot of these people are hobbyists, but there are the people out there who, who go that extra mile to prove that there's a lot of hokey pokey and hocus pocus going on when it comes to paranormal research. You know, I really shouldn't shrug it off so quickly like that. Mm. I mean, maybe they can put an answer to why I get my weird feelings. Well, let's talk more about your weird feelings when we come back from this commercial break. Exxon Radio, my guest this hour is my best friend, my wife, my partner, and the lady who is truly behind Relmar McConnell Media Company, my wife, Laura. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV. Plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like x-zone sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Gwilda Wiaka's latest book, The Science of Magic, Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is the first book in a series based on her writings that open every episode of the Science of Magic radio show. Drawing on the subject matter of each guest and armed with over 40 years experience in shamanism, 35 years in alternative health, and degrees in psychology and religious studies, Gwilda introduces relevant and leading-edge information that supports spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Rich with wisdom and inspirational quotes packaged in digestible segments, this is a book that will pull you from cover to cover, 
It will also serve as a daily inspirational reading for years to come. The Science of Magic Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is available at our website, tsompublications.com, amazon.com, and wherever fine books are sold. Don't forget, Explanation, you can get your uh, copy of the X Chronicles newspaper for February, March of 2018 at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. And for all the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is my wife, Laura Rogers, who has been with, uh, well, she was part of the founding of Relmar. And uh, thanks to her encouragement over the years, here we are, 20-some-odd years later. You've told me, and we've gotten into discussions about this, the validity of psychics, mediums, and intuitives. Now, I know that you're intuitive. I trust you, and I respect you. I have no ulterior motive. Usually (laughs) when I feel something, it just is, and... It doesn't matter one way or the other what it is. It just is. In in fact, I've seen I I, I've seen you use your intuitiveness uh, here in the family with the children, with other aspects of family life, and and once again, I respect you. But I've been doing the show now for so long, Laura. I've had over four thousand six hundred guests on the show at a, you know one time. That's not including the the other times that they've been on as a second guest and so on. And over those years, I have never had a psychic or a medium give me a reading that turned out to be anything else but a lot of fluff. Now, I, I, I think you remember the time I came upstairs laughing because I was talking to a medium and she gave me a, a message from my dead sister. Yes, I remember that one well. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a sister. And then there, are, do you remember the psychic goat? No, not Oh. Jeez, we had a we had a lady with a psychic goat. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that one too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and you know, like like I ask you, I say, well, if there are really people who are psychic, who are who have the ability to communicate with the great beyond, how come they don't know when there's going to be a major catastrophe that they can actually warn and save lives? For example, nine eleven. Uh, the different hurricanes, and just recently the shooting at the school in Parkland, Florida. Well, I think, Rob, you're confusing a, a uh, psychic and an intuitive because an, in, an, in, an intuitive just has an, an intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been my experience that most of them are women, and when we mention our family, we're naturally very close to our families. We know everything about our children, what they're doing most of the time until mm-hmm. they hit teenagers. But you're in tune with them, so you can predict what they're going to think or what they're going to feel. And someone that is intuitive by nature, it's my belief that they have um, a very good understanding of people and they're able to read people mm-hmm. like you would read your own family members. So intuitive against psychic, I think they're two different people. When I'm feeling something about my children, it doesn't uh, happen to answer a question that I've asked. It's just what I know. Right. Like any mother would know. You know when your children's up to so- your mm-hmm. children are up to something, uh, you can just tell. And that's just an intuition. Like I know you so well. I know you when you're telling me, "Yes, I'm fine, honey. Don't worry about me." And I intuitively know you're lying. <laughs> and you just don't want me to worry. Yeah. And I appreciate that, but you you know. And call that intuition, call that whatever you want. I don't think it's psychic. Well, how do you how do you how do you define someone who claims to be a psychic then? Well, I think they are saying that um, they have powers beyond what we know now. Now, I'm not saying that that can't come. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe with some training, and uh, I don't really know, but maybe it's just not within our realm right now. But I'm I'm thinking that they're claiming to have powers of perception that just aren't. Do you believe in psychic ability? Not really. I have ha- met one person that right. gave me answers to questions I hadn't even asked yet. That kind of threw me, and she was a stranger to me. So yeah. do I believe yeah. in... I have to look at the majority and say, no, I don't believe. But on instance, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are one or five out there that may be genuine. 
Well, I must agree with you. The one that gave you the reading who didn't know anything about you and were able and was able to pinpoint events mm-hmm. that with certainty that I've never heard of before. I'll give you an example, audience. She told me that I was pregnant and I had only just found out. The girls that I went with, my girlfriends at the time, no one knew. And this woman that I went to see, her name was Sophie Schwartz, and I'll mention it in memory in memory of her. She was a wonderful, wonderful lady, but she knew absolutely nothing of me. I haven't even Mm -hmm. even ventured into her town. And she told me that I was pregnant and a few other details that I kind of blushed. And my girlfriends all looked at me and said, what? And I I said, yeah, I just found out today, actually. And uh, never was able to explain that. It was early, early on in the pregnancy, like just six weeks. And she knew. Wow. Weird. Weird or wonderful? I, I would say that is that is truly wonderful. But you know, like when when you, when you hear people like Sylvia Brown who were char who was charging three hundred and fifty dollars for a half hour, and, and the fact that we had her booked on the show two months before she died, and you know, how come she didn't know she was going to die? Why would she book herself if they have that ability? How come the, the psychics don't don't know the lottery numbers how come they you know there's so many questions yeah so many questions and i i got into a bit of a debate with somebody from the australian psychic society the other day they posted on facebook why would a person want to become a psychic medium well that's the wrong question to ask me because i just basically said you know what it's an easy way to make money when you when you exactly exactly yeah. and and they do they the majority of them prey on the weak yeah. And you and I discussed that as well. So I have to ask myself, you know, why do the people who profess to be psychics who aren't, what kind of people are they? And, and, and what is this doing to the true psychic community? Well, I, I look at it from two points, I guess. Okay. From one side, I can see the good that they can do when they say to someone who's mm-hmm. lost a loved one, you know, and their heart is just aching. And they say, you know what, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a message from him, and he's telling me that it's okay. He wants you to know he's fine and that uh, he loves you, mm-hmm. and he didn't get a chance to say goodbye, he or she, whatever, right. and that they're okay, and they want you to stop worrying and go on with your life. Now, is that a message of kindness? I suppose that could be conceived that way, and, and it's a good thing. But then you have the others that will just go on and on and on yeah. and, and want you to call back because you don't know whether you should remortgage your house or not. And, and you're just doting on anything, any um, advice they may give you because you're so afraid to live your life on your own. I think that's wrong. It's a dependency that's built. Absolutely. And they get paid on that dependency. Yeah. You can't make a decision on your own. You have to call your psychic and get an answer. This is why we don't uh, bring psychics on anymore and open up the phone lines. Because right. you'd get the same people asking the same questions. Yeah, am I going to come into money? When am I going to meet my true love? Right. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was always the same question from the same people over the years. Well, are you going out and meeting anyone? Exactly. Are you investing anything into making more money? Mm-hmm. Uh, what people seem to forget when they get attached to psychics or mediums is that they need to use their own common sense. Absolutely. And you know, it's consumer beware because if you look at any of the any of the material that psychics hand out, especially here in Canada, where according to the Criminal Code of Canada, psychic future uh, psychic predictions, getting paid for psychic predictions is against the law. Right. So what they do is they get around it by putting a little disclaimer for entertainment purposes only. Right. How about this from a psychic? I see you getting stronger. I see you becoming more confident in your choices. I see you being able to trust your in, your instincts. Mm-hmm. Cut off the psychic pretty quick, though, wouldn't it? It would, and what it does is also it also cuts off the dependency. Exactly. You know, and uh, you know, you and I talk. Bye a bye, lot. psychic. It, exactly. You know, and we talk about well, how do we get residual uh, money coming in from a project? Well, the psychics mm-hmm. figured this out a long time ago. Build a dependency. That's right. You got yeah, it, Rob. It's, it's just like a drug. Absolutely. It's just like it a drug. It is a drug. Yeah. Not all drugs need to be made of uh, scientific composition. How's that? Spiritual drugs. Spiritual drugs. I there like that. There you go. That. Let's frame that one. <laughs>
you and I, when we did the 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 show, the Exxon from the Cockenbull in Ottawa, people wanted you to give them readings, and they were willing to pay for it. That's right, yeah. And, and, I, and what did you say? No. Well, for the most part, I would sit down with them and just do a little bit of an intuitive reading. What did you really need to hear? Yeah. And so I would tell them... Um, you know what, I can see you going ahead with this. It seems to be something that you really want. Mm-hmm. And, and in the meantime, they've told me all the whole story of, <laughs> I want to do this, but I'm afraid. So you look at it and you go, okay, I just need to give this person some encouragement. They're going to yeah. turn around one day and say, I wish I had done that. And you can see it so clearly. So you just say, you know what, I think there's something coming up that you need to address. And, and maybe that's your path. Something else I told this uh, lady from the Australian psychic community was that, hey, listen, if you've got somebody's name, if you've got somebody's telephone number, somebody's email address or their website, within five minutes you can find enough about this person to, to talk to them, to give them the feeling beyond a shadow of a, of a doubt that you have psychic abilities. And I think that's a fraud, it's a shame, and they should not be able to get away with it. Smoke and mirrors, Rob, big time. That's right. And what we try to do is open the curtain so that people can actually see who is behind it. Good for you. I always like that about this show. You and I have to uh, take our break. Please stand by. Exonation. Laura Rogers is my special guest. She's the Laura that I always talk about here on the show. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break with the news as the Exxon continues from our broadcast center in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, you can always find out what's going on in the Exxon on the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. Don't go away. I get too tongue-tied. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. 
It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're a pumpkin. I'm a pumpkin, a big orange pumpkin. A big orange pumpkin. And when you, were there a lot of children out there? Not so much. No? Did you get a lot of candy? Yeah, I got a lot of candy. Mommy's eating all the chocolate bars. Well, tell Mommy that's your candy, honey. Okay. Tell her. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. And yes, that was our youngest one, Baby Foofy, when she had come home from Halloween with her candies one night, and I was doing the show live, and we <laughs> got her to call in. Ah, Laura's caught with her hand in Baby Foofy's pumpkin, so to speak. Guilty as charged. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that little girl brings us so much joy, doesn't she? She sure does for me. All right, we're talking about the strange, the weird, the um, the paranormal. Angels. Where do you sit on angels? I don't generally sit on angels. Well, However, that's good to know. <laughs> if you're asking my opinion, <laughs> I believe in angels. I think there's angels all around us and performing miracles all the time. Really? Yeah, I really do. I know you're a skeptic. Well, I'm, I, let me ask you why you believe. Because I felt the presence. Okay, I can I, I can go with that. You felt the presence, and and uh, that I can go with. But it's when I get these people on who say that they can see the angels. Angel Michael is anywhere from six foot five to three uh, thirty five feet tall. These massive wings, and then they they start talking about. Other, all these other angels. Maybe they're thinking of the guy on the TV show, Rob. You know, the show Michael. Well, yeah, that was a great one with uh, John Travolta. That's Yes. But when he, I close my eyes, I prefer to see him as opposed to some beastie looking thing. Can I do that? Sure you can. <laughs> no worries for you. You're still oh. more adorable to me. Oh, uh, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> but once again, where do you believe, where does belief come in and where does bullshit start? What are, you, what are you getting out of it? I guess that's my margin. You know, when you're getting something out of it and you're trying to sell it to somebody, yeah. then I think um, I'll call bullshit. But when you when you feel something and yeah. you're not telling anybody about it, but it's just something of your own that you kind of carry, then I can say, okay, you know, because I do, I carry that too. And who am I to judge, really, bottom line? But I, I'm like you. I don't like people to be taken advantage of. And if that's the case, then hang them, Rob. <laughs> Exactly. Well, thank you very much for your vote of confidence there. Always. Uh, and, and I must tell you, Exxon Nation, that Laura comes highly qualified when talking about the reality of subjects because her profession is that of a, a mental health nurse. Well, I, yeah. I spent a lot of time in the palliative floors too, Robbie, and people would pass away and there's a presence that they leave. I remember you telling me that in one hospital that we won't name, sir, uh, at, at the time of a passing, a dog is seen. A black dog. Yeah, there was a rumor around the hospital for many, many, many years mm -hmm. of a black dog that would come and take the deceased or, or near deceased at that point and guide them to their families. And uh, patients were seen or heard seeing this black dog. Obviously, we didn't ever see it, but the patients would see it. And mm -hmm. oftentimes, I remember one time I had worked on a rehab floor. This patient said, he, where'd that dog go? And I said, well, what dog? There's no dogs in here. Sometimes we allowed our patients to have their visiting pets in, but at that oh, time, right. there were, yeah, it was a good thing for them. But at that time, there was no dog on the unit. And so I asked him, what dog? There's no dog here. And he said, it was a big black lab. And I 
kind of went cold. It was like, oh. I said, well, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see any dog. I don't know how to guide you through that one. And um, this person was rather healthy and ended up passing away. Oh, my gosh. The following day, yeah. True stories from the weird in Milwaukee. I also, I also remember you talking and telling of people who were just at the cusp of that transition and that it appeared that they were being met by people from the other side? Yeah, that's... Um, when, when you hold the hand of someone who's palliative, Robbie, mm-hmm. it's a privileged place to be in my mind. It's a trusting... You have their trust, and my God, you... I don't know how to explain this. You have a place that very few people get to have. You have you're privileged to a be place there of with honor. them. Well, okay, yeah. but I considered myself to be very privileged to be with them during right. these times, and they would share stories with me before they got to that point. But at the point of um, near passing, oftentimes. And, and I know these people because I had the luxury of spending quite a bit of time with them before they mm-hmm. would pass. So I knew them. Again, intuitive? No, these were facts that they gave and shared with me. Their family's names, their father's name, their whatever, their siblings' names, whatever the case may have been at the time. But they would share these people's names. And when they went into this, it's a state of almost a comatose kind of state. But they're, they're semi-lucid um, they can, they're talking, but they're not talking to you directly. They're talking to the other side. And I kind of, I guess, argue with you that maybe there is something going on and mm-hmm. that they're imagining. I, I don't know the actual truth behind it, but they are talking to the people that are already deceased and they've come to take them to the other side. And they're happy when they finally go. A lot of them are happy to go and they're on their way. And it just leaves a very peaceful feeling. I've had the opportunity of uh, speaking to many people over the years who have had near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. And to put it mildly, they call it going home. That's kind of how I saw it, Robin, when I was looking at those people passing on to the next level. I I like to think that they're going to the next level. Home home is a nicer word, I think. I think what has happened over the years, and this is just my opinion, is that where philosophy has done its very best to stay in tune with with the times. Religion has stayed where it started. And I, I, I truly believe that if religion and philosophy were to keep time to where we are today, that there would be a lot more answers out there. I, I, you see, I don't believe that the answers that men... Mankind or humankind are looking for are found in the in the books of the paranormal. I agree. I think they're found in the different religious philosophies, because there has to be there has to be a reason why these stories, these parables, were brought forward. Mm-hmm. I, I I think there's a lot more to it than than what the paranormal experts, if there is such a thing are trying to say, well, it has something to do with quantum physics, string theory, time. No, it's got something to do with a lot. I, I think what they're doing is they're looking for a complicated solution to a very simple answer. Is humankind, is mankind really simple though, Rob? I think it's a lot more simpler than we, than we as humans want to accept it to be because if life was so simple... Why would we need complexities? Why would what, what would give us the motivation to search, to try and understand? You to know, climb that mountain. Exactly. I hear you. Exactly. Do you believe in synchronicities? Oh, yes, I think I do. All right. Well, here's a here's a real funny one. My guest in the next hour is going to be Jean Van Bronckhorst, and she's the author of Get Ready for This: Dreams at the Threshold, oh. Guidance, Comfort, and Healing at the End of Life. Wow. Cool. Now I didn't know that. Neither did I until I just pulled it up. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe she can shed some light for us. I, I think there's a lot of people who who want to shed light, and I think it's when people put their beliefs into being fact. Well, okay. Is it fact for them? I I don't know. I think in many cases it's what sells ah, is for them. Okay. 
again, we go to that dark space that we don't like to go to. Yeah, it, but it, the money grab. But that's okay. It's their thing. That you know what I really do believe too, mm-hmm. Rob, is we we learn, we mature, and we grow. We grow spiritually. We yes. grow emotionally. And God willing, it's all in a better way, in a better light. We're growing to the good, mm-hmm. not learning for the bad. Um, there's always been that black and that white. There has to be yeah. that, and it's within each and one, each and every one of us. So, as we mature and as we grow, hopefully, we learn that the the light is the the kinder way to go, the easier way to go, and and the right way to go. I I really wish, and this is one of my has been a wish of mine for as long as I can remember, that everyone could feel the love, the the love for mankind, how wonderful the world is at Christmas time all year round. You're a big Christmas person, yes. I love that about you. I, I think, you know, like at Christmas time, people are cheerier, they smile. They... Or is it a reflection of you? Because you mm. seem to personify... Christmas, you are the happy, you are the jolly, you are the forgiving. I do look like Santa Claus, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) But you have that loving, gentle nature that always seems to be what people need. And even if they're running low on the fuel of Christmas for themselves, you are able to refuel them. I, I thank you for those kind words, but let's look what people do at the food banks, at the clothing banks, uh, you know, the, the God bless the Salvation Army for the wonderful work they do, and the other organizations that we have here in Hamilton and around the world. Yeah, we have so many that are doing so much good. We, we seem to disregard mm-hmm. all that and want to focus on all the darkness and all the negativity. So I don't d- know why. So just imagine if we could bottle Christmas spirit, and when we come across somebody who's a little grumpy or under the weather, we just... Unleash it. Take a sip of this and bang, (laughs) they're ready for Christmas. All right, you and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My wife, Laura, is my guest this hour, and uh, she is the person, the inspiration behind Relmar McConnell Media Company and the X-Zone Radio Show and everything else we do here. X-Zone at XZoneRadioTV.com is our website, and uh, we'll both be back on the other side of this break, wrapping up this hour. Don't go away. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, 
who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Beatles. No. No? No, that's uh, something called Each New Day. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Symphonic. It does, it doesn't. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I'm Rob McConnell. My co-host tonight is the one and only Laura Rogers, who hello, is... Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. That was so <laughs> sweet. Uh, I can do no wrong in this man's eyes. I don't know why. I'm as human as anybody else. I sure make mistakes, I'll tell you. We all make mistakes. Do you think so? We all make mistakes. <laughs> and Yes, we do. I think what makes a strong couple, they have to be friends first. Oh, how true is that? You know, you, you have to be friends first, and then you grow together. Yes. You know, and... How many couples have gone out, or well, let me see. They start at high school, and they fall mm -hmm. in love. That, that forever love that pulsates your heart and makes you sweat. <laughs> yeah, only to find out. And you're going to get married back then. Oh, you're all, all of you at 16 or 15, whatever it is. You're all going to get married and have babies. Because that seems mm -hmm. to be the extent of the mentality. Well, uh, two words. Between the sheets? Oh, I'm sorry, that's no. three. <laughs> no, two words, racing hormones. Yeah, exactly, between the sheets. That's not love, kids. No. <laughs> Something that, that we talk about here a lot, Laura, uh, on the X-Zone, is fa the families. Family unity is not the same as it used to be. No, and that's a shame. It, it is, and I think that a lot of the problems that we're seeing today in society can actually be tracked back to no family unity, no mom or dad in the picture. Yep. Uh, mom or dad, maybe through no fault of their own, have to do two, three jobs. The child is left alone at home or with a stranger mm -hmm. or with a babysitter or at a daycare center because mom and dad are trying their very best to do what they can for the family. And we used to have grandmas living with exactly. us. And we don't have grandmas living nope. with you. You had your grandma living yeah. with you. I had mine living with me when we were children. And they offer something. They bring something different to the mix. We don't see that anymore. When we were kids, you had everybody sat at the table together for supper. You right. know, breakfast was scattered because mom, dad, and the kids had to go to school, this and the other thing. Yep. Lunch, you were usually out at school. Brown bagging it. But I'll tell you something. Come supper, that was the meal of the day because you got to talk to mom and dad, your brothers, and it was an exchange of information. Well, how did it go in school today? What You know, at work today, I did this, that, and the other thing. Or the report card's coming next week. Do you have homework to do? Well, don't forget, after you do your homework, I want to see it. And mm -hmm. back then, when I was going to school, there was a homework book. And your parents had to sign that they actually checked your homework. Well, they still do that yeah. today. But today... You know, you and I go out for supper. You go to any restaurant, you don't see people talking anymore except the... Except they're on their cell phones. They're on their cell phones. They're on their iPhones. Oh, it's... It's sad. It is. You're missing that union, that joining of minds, that sharing of yeah. who I am, and I want to know who you are too, and, and tell me what you're mm -hmm. thinking. I care. And when you know somebody cares, you're, you're stronger for it. You're able to take chances. You're... I mean... How many times have you said to your children, mm -hmm. you can do this? Many times. Many times. But if you're not there, who's saying that? Who's telling the kids, you can do yeah. this? I know you can. Come on, you're smart. Yep. You're strong. Let's go. Let's go. Way you go. You can do this. I believe that people are putting too much emphasis on their electronic gadgets. Absolutely. Than in other people. You know, to make a mistake does not mean... It's a failure. A mistake is a lesson to success. That's Yeah, that's right. My mother always yeah. told me it was a percentage in life. 
And once you got that percentage out of the way, well, mm-hmm. then you know what's coming next is it's all going to be rosy. But you have to get the percentage of negativity, of mistakes. Mm-hmm. You have to pay the, t- the piper. Learning it, never stops. I hope L- not. I, I know that for a fact. Each and every day I learn something new. And I remember years ago when th- something would go wrong, it was like, oh, geez, maybe I'm not a cut out to do this. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute, I can fix this. I can make it better. So what is this? It's a lesson to success. Right. You're good at that. You know, and here we are 28 years later doing this show. I've been doing broadcasting since 1981. I've seen you do wow. things along the course of this road, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And whether it's equipment has burnt out or gone down along the road and, and you bandage things together <laughs> to make it work for the time being until we're able to move forward on that. But uh, yeah, it's a learning curve. Everything has a learning curve. You just got to buckle down and figure it out. Don't give up. I agree with you. And, and I've seen this happen with you and I. I've seen this happen with our children. I've seen it happen with our children's children. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, grandparenting, that's another show. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what is happening is that people are so dependent on the electronic gizmos of today that they are forgetting how to communicate. They are forgetting how to learn. And I think that the very problem-solving steps that are necessity in, that are a necessity in life are being taken away from them. Guilty. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I have to confess, Rob, I'm learning a whole new way of cooking. And I haven't got a clue. The easiest thing for me to do is to go to the computer and to look up what I need to find. So I understand. No disrespect, <laughs> but you are now retired. True enough. I've got time you to look ha- it up. You have paid to, the, to get to the point where you are. And even though you're retired, and I'm going to put that in air quotations, you still work. I, I see you do this. Yes. So when I see you... Uh, using your your little iPhone for a recipe, you're learning. You're not taking the shortcut of calling up the restaurant and having it delivered. No. You are learning. Now, if you use an iPhone or your electronic gadget as a learning tool, that is one thing. But to have it solve your problems for you, that is another. Kids in school today, they don't have long division, long, uh, long multiplication. I they, know, they, I've seen some of these questions that know, they've had, and I'm looking at it going, how do you do that? But they don't need to know anymore. They what they do is the they computer. punch it in. It's just like hmm. the, uh, gosh, when you and I went to school, the English compositions that we wrote. Right. The grammar checks, the spelling checks. Right. That has gone out the window. That's sad. It is. What happened to all of our wonderful writers in the hopes that maybe something inspired the next generation to carry on literature like that? Well, two words. Desktop publishing. Whoa. Where any moron with a desktop computer can write whatever they want without any grammar check, without any references, without an index, without anything that used to go into a book that you could find at Here's an Ancient Word in a library. <laughs> And what they do is they go to one of these self-publishing sites on the internet. They have it so they have it listed on Amazon, and they think they're authors. Mm. That's Good what's that. happening. That's what's happening right now in North America. Thirty thousand new titles a month. Where's our Hemingway's going to come from? Where are we going to get the great style of writing from yeah. the past? Our Shakespearean plays. What are we going to have? The Jetsons. Well, let, let's take a look at what we see on TV. There's more violence on TV now than there ever has been in any other point of history. Well, of course, that makes sense because of the the uh, the amount of televisions that are out there. But I mean... Yeah, look it, at it, the school shootings and things like that. It's oh. sad. It's very sad. It, this is what we've come to. Boy, do we want to get into the gun law discussion? <laughs> Maybe well, not. <laughs> let, let's, t- let's just touch on a little bit of a, a sidebar here. The video games that the kids are playing. Yes, you know, there's more violence on these video games. Whatever happened to playing Pac-Man or, or Super Mario? You know, that was kind of funny. Nobody got killed. Nobody should be angrier than a bird. Angry birds, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. But the world is changing. And I'm finding it hard at times to adjust. 
mm-hmm. because I'm from the old school. Imagine yourself being a child with all this being thrown at you. Whoa. Can you imagine? Remember the little um, show or the little um, speech that we heard from Mr. Rogers the other day? Oh, and when he was at the the Senate. Yes. He was in front of everybody and they were waiting for some blah, blah, blah. And he came out from the heart and he spoke from the heart and he said, I deal with children every day. And I said to one little boy said to me, what do I do with the mad that's right. Do you remember how we went on about that? We're going to have to find that and play it for the listeners. Yeah. The answer to that question that Mr. Rogers gave was prophetic. And that's the kind of television that we need. That's the kind of communications we need. We need more people who care about the audience mm-hmm. than they care about themselves. He gave up how many years of his life he dedicated to the children? years, I believe. Yeah. and they were years, yeah. Didn't come out of the closet as a pedophile. He's no. just a solid man who cared about children, imagine it's still possible. It certainly is. You and I are going to be doing our show called She Says, He Said. I've decided that should be the title because ladies first and chivalry's not dead. It's usually unemployed. <laughs> and we're going to be doing this once a week. So Exxon Nation, if you have any topics that you would like Laura and I to handle, if you have any questions that you would like to ask Laura, um, all you need to do is just send us an email to, right now to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. That's xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. Don't forget, the February-March edition of the X Chronicles is at xchroniclesnewspaper.com. Cal Korf did a fascinating and fantastic job of his front page and lead story, The FBI's Shame. He's an incredible author, isn't he? He is. He's a great guy. I've known Cal for 22 years Is that right? What a wonderful man. And he's got the gift of the pen. He does. He does. So, my dear, you and I must say so long for now. I've got to get back to work, and I'm sure that you it'll be a a little bit of a drive for you to go back home. Won't take me long. No, that's good. Say goodbye to the ExoNation, Laura. Goodbye, ExoNation. Goodbye to my lovely host, Rob McConnell, my husband, my sweetie, my love. Take care. All right, sweetie. We'll see you uh, at home later on tonight. And ExoNation, once again, you're listening to the ExoNation with yours truly, Rob McConnell. And don't forget, you can join us on the ExoNation uh, broadcast network 24 7, 365 by going to www.xzbn.net. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? 
Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.